Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidis, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. This Mimer has been generously sponsored by an anonymous donor. Thank you so much, and they should have all the blessings physically and spiritually and all matters of life, and all in an open and revealed way. A synopsis of the previous episode on, on Ahmad Yud Aleph, page 11. We spoke about the, another explanation of Tzien B'mishpat Tzipode. Mishpat is the idea of a person judging himself down here as being the judge, a master over himself, a master over his desires, not allowing his desires of his animal soul to take expression. And that's the idea of Mishpat Utztaka. That a person judges himself, he conquers his own desires and doesn't allow himself to take pleasure in extra things, only that which is necessary for him. Everything else he gives to tzedakah. And that's how you draw down the divine mercy of Hashem. And also, the, through tzedakah down here, down here, the tzedakah down here is an expression of mercy, a person's mercy on the poor person. Therefore, in, he draws down also from above the mercy, the divine mercy of Hashem. And that's how that's how um, tzedakah draws down rachmin. But how does mishpat, the judgment person being a judge over himself, down here? How does that draw down divine mercy? So he explained the verse of yigba Hashem tzavoyis ba mishpat, which literally means that Hashem's name is uplifted and uh, and made known amongst everybody through him through his judgment, through him being the judge and over the over the world, through him also executing judgment over the world. But the deeper explanation here is that. By Yigba Hashem, that Hashem is uplifted from His throne of judgment to His throne of mercy through our mishpat down here, through our judging ourselves. So, what that means is that through a person being a judge of over himself down here, then there is no judgment above. Like it says, Kasha Yesh Din Lamata Yesh Din Lamayla. The person executes judgment over himself down here. Therefore, he, he makes he causes that there should be no judgment above, only only mercy. It makes that Hashem goes away from his goes ascends from his judgment and sits on the throne of mercy. And that's how the Mishpat draws down Hashem's Rachim, the divine mercy, which in effect redeems the Panimia Salev. Like we spoke about the previous page. And then we said two explanations in Bakshuponai uh, that in order that there should be the, the revelation of the Pimia of the person, that's through of Espanecha Vayavakesh, the revelation of the Rachman Rabim, the divine, the unlimited mercy of Hashem, and also that through the avoid of Pimia Salev, Bakshuponai, through that you become connected with the Espanecha Vayavakesh to the Pimia of the essence of the inner essence of godliness. And then we wanted to explain that the true, the true unification of Panim and Panim face to face, inner essence, the inner essence is not in the actual, the, this Ratzin Pashach, the Malavitam Vadas. Rather, it's in the inner essence of the soul, which totally transcends even the desire of the soul, when that connects to the inner essence of Hashem. 
and we said that there's three types of love. is the love according to reason. is the love transcending reason, the inner the inner desire of the soul, because nefesh means rotzin. And then we explained that the rotzin, even though it's from it's a koyach atzmi, a central power coming from the deeper essence of the soul. Nevertheless, it's still how the essence of the soul is being drawn to something outside of itself, and only a small part of that essence of the soul being drawn out, like the 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 initzutz like the spark from the great flame and that's just a small part and even so that the essence of the soul is totally removed and totally above and no comparison whatsoever to this rutsin of the soul therefore this much this analogy is not really correct because the spark and the flame are both fire whereas the the as the desire of the soul and the essence of the soul are totally two different beings two different ed- entities totally have no comparison whatsoever to each other. And then we explain that how do you know that the, the desire of the soul is not the essence of the soul because it has it's made it has three things. As a spilus, it's excited about something outside of itself. It has our cover, it's made up of a subject which is excited about, and it has changed. That the desire changes according to what the, the subject is. All that is not shaykh in the essence of the soul, which is totally transcends any change, transcends it's totally essential, meaning it's to itself. Therefore, it's not it's not made up of anything outside of itself. It doesn't get excited about anything, and also it is not just not changed. It's equal in everything. We're at the top of page Yud Bey's five lines from the top, the end of the line of the Fiyam Avur. Oh, the Fiyam Avur. Now we're in the parentheses in the Fiyam Avur. According to it, it's explained in another place, So, the, the, really, the, the desire of the soul and godliness is not, it does not have this idea of harkava, being made up of a subject of the desire. Rather, it's an essential connection. And that it's connecting to something which is totally essential and part of its very essence. So, therefore, it's not... It's not made up of something which it's being connected to because it is connecting to its own essence. That the Jewish souls are connected to the, the Jewish souls are connected to the essence of Hashem and and they are connected with an essential connection to the essence of Hashem. It's not just they have a connection which implies that they are something separate from the essence of Hashem, which is connected to that essence, rather that their connection is essential. That it's part of their very being, and it's something very deep in who they are. So we, we explained until now that actually, seemingly the rotzin before the parentheses, he said that the rotzin desire of the soul it has three things: that's harkava, shinui, and ispailas. Harkava, it's made up of a subject. But here we're saying that in other places it's explained that the desire of the soul for godliness is not have this idea of harkava. It's really rather it's an essential connection. So. Um, and the drawing of the, uh, the the drawing down the arousal of the desire of the soul of the desire of the soul for godliness it mean what does it mean because until now we said it's being drawn to the it's made up of it's being drawn to the subject of the desire now here it actually means that it's drawn automatically to its source to its root and its source, and it's connected and it cleaves to that source with an essential connection. Um, and what is this, an analogy for this idea? Not that it's desiring something which is outside of itself, to the subject of its desire, and it's therefore, like we said before, it has any spilus 
and excitement, and it's affected by that subject. Rather, it's an it's a it's a drawing, it's an arousal of the essential will, which is an automatically when that essential will is aroused, and automatically it's drawn to its ascent to its its source, which that is its its very essence. Analogy for that: like a father and son that they're actually essentially they're really one being and they're connecting with their very essence their very essences being that the son is drawn from the essence of the father even though the son is his own existence from the separate from the father he has his own body he's totally a separate entity from the father but nevertheless they are connected in their very essence they have an essential connection but this connection is hidden because the son has become a separate entity from the father. It doesn't look like he has this essential deep connection anymore. You can still see it and you can still feel it, but it's hidden in the very fact that the son has become separate from the father. But when this essential desire for the son to the father, or the father to the son, becomes aroused, becomes revealed, like when in a time of a great joy from the the, son, the the son's going to get married, he's experiencing a great simcha. Then this this essential connection is aroused, or what something something happens that through the son becoming far, or the father becoming far from the son, this distance or this amazing simcha arouses the essential desire. It's not that that the the son of the father is being drawn to something which is up which is outside of it. Which that's how he explained the idea of Ratzin until now that it's Harkov, it's made up of a subject of the desire which is outside of the desire. Rather, it's a it's a coming close and a cleaving, a connection of one essence to another essence, but they're all the same essence. So it's not really an idea of composite, it's not made up of something of a subject of a desire. Rather, it's being he's being connected and cleaving to his own essence. The son being connected to the father is the son really desiring for the father is he's connecting to his own essence which is found in the father. This connection is, always exists. It exists eternally. And that's another way how you see it. It's an essential, something very essential. It's, it exists as part of, part, very part of the essence and the very nature of the son and the, and the father. Being that the son is drawn from the essence of the father, so it's a eternal something that you cannot affect, you cannot change that connection, and that means that's because it's essential, because it's so deeply rooted in both of them and part of their essences. And now this connection has just come in a revealed way. That's when we say there is a desire. The desire is already when this essential, essential desire comes in a revealed way. It's not that there wasn't this desire until now, and then all of a sudden it's being created. Rather, it always existed. It's just that it be, it's it's usually concealed. And at times when you a great simcha or a richuk or a great distance, that's when it's revealed. And that's when we call desire, ratzin, is that when that, that essential desire, essential connection is awoken. Now we said before, the parentheses also, that there is, um, because of the desire is made up of something, it's a murkov, therefore there is a spilus, it's excited about that thing which is outside of itself. So here we're saying no, that really the desire of the soul, the godly soul, the soul for godliness is not have, it's not murkuf, it's not made up of something outside of itself, it's really essential. And now what's the, therefore, what we have to understand the idea of ispilus now, the excitement of the, of the soul for godliness. It's not that it's being excited about something, something outside of itself, a separate entity. 
the Oz who begins Harkava based at Davrukul Kanal, then you would have to say that it's made up of that thing, like we said, the you have Murkil Harkava. Elahu Rak Inyan Hazazatz at Musechul. Rather, the excitement of the soul is not being excited about something outside of itself. Rather, it just means it's the moving, the shaking up of the very essence of the person, of the essence of the soul. So, it's not that it's being drawn to something or excited about something outside of itself, because here we're not, it, that's only if it's something made up of a subject of desire, which is outside, which is separate from him. But here, since we're talking about an essential connection, the very essence of the, of, of the soul is connected to the very essence of Hashem. You can't say that there's, it's being excited about something outside of itself. It's rather just that the essence is being woken up and shooken up. Like an example for this idea of the Hazazas Ha'atzim. Like in Sara, um, when, when she was told about the Akeda of Yitzchak, of her son, her only son, that he's going to be um, brought up as a, a carbon for Hashem, and when she was told about this, she loved that her soul departed her and went out of her because of his her great love for her only son. You can't say that this this at that moment when she heard about this horrible news that her son is going to be shechted, her only son. It's not that she was her, there was an excitement of her soul because of her great love for her son. She was excited about that, and therefore it caused her soul to leave. Rather, it's just a, it's a, the moving of one essence to that which is really the essence of her own essence. Since she has an essential connection with her, her son, and at that moment when she, when she heard about the Akeda, this essence was awoken, it caused her whole essence to be shooken up, and it's not being excited about something outside of itself, it's a, it's a shaking, a, a awakening of the essence to her own essence, which is found in her son. Because of her, because of her, um, the love and the essential connection with her only son. And because of, she heard about the, the news that the Akeda, that her son's going to be shechted, which is like the idea of lacking that connection. Which is the idea we said before, because of the Rikuk, that the Rikuk, the the feeling of distance awakens this essential connection. So because she heard about this intense rechuk which was going to happen, she was going to lose her son. Then her whole essence was moved, so to say, was shaken up in this, with this, because of this essential connection that she already had. And similarly, we can understand with the, the movement of the shaking up of the the soul for godliness to to connect the essence of the soul to connect to the essence of godliness which is really they're all one and the same our the essence of Hashem is found within the essence of the soul it's the movement of the soul that that which the soul desires and yearns to connect to its own essence the to the, the, the to its own essence the essence of Hashem Vayinu who wants to explain this more the bechinas harotzin so this desire is not just the koyach It's not just the power of the faculty or the power of the soul for desire, which implies it's just more an external expression of the soul. Rather, this desire of the soul for godliness to connect to the essence of Hashem is, um, it comes from the essence of the, of the very essence of the soul. 
but it's not the essence of the soul. It's, it is the es- It does relate to the essence of the soul, but it's how the essence of a soul is running, so to say, is moving outside of itself. That's why it's called, that's why this awakening of this essential connection is called the Ratzin, because the word Ratzin in Hebrew comes from the word comes from the word Merutza, running. Like Sefer Yitzir, it says, if your heart runs to Hashem, so it's the this essential desire, when it's woken up, it's how the essence is being, so to say, running to something. So it's the awakening of the essence. Not that, it, we're, not that we're referring to a power, a faculty of the soul, a ray from the soul, an extension from the soul into this external idea of the It's rather referring to the drawing out, the running, the awakening of the essence of the soul itself. So we're speaking about until now the idea of before the parentheses which is made up of a subject and which has a spiralless excitement and which changes that's referring to the external faculty power of the soul which is just an external an extension of the soul that's that we're referring to until now. Even though it's a very high expression of this desire, it's the simple desire, meaning from the word mufshad, it's totally stripped and is simple, not made up of any uh, intellectual reasoning. It transcends logic. Nevertheless, since we're talking about an external, external extension of the soul, a faculty of the soul, and not the essence of the soul, it has excitement for something outside of itself, because it's made up of a subject of outside of itself. We're not talking about the very essence of the soul, which is connected essentially to the essence of Hashem. Explain another place, the idea of the the, the great love which transcends which transcends all logic. That, even, that nevertheless, being that it's transcending logic, even so, it's still the level of Ratzin, the Koyach of the soul, the power of the soul. It's just a ray, an external extension, and a contracted level from the soul, and not the essence of the soul. So now, we're coming out from the parentheses that we started at the beginning of this class. And so, the, basically, we spoke about before this, that the Ratzin of the soul, and that's what we were talking about until now, that the level of the desire of the soul is transcend logic, that is so to say, the, we thought until now, it means the real, the yichud panim panim, the connection, the unification of the inner essence of the soul, the inner essence of Hashem, really that cannot relate to the inner essence of the soul because ratzin, we're talking about the koyach ratzin, the, the faculty, the power of the soul, of desire, has within it these three ideas of harkova, shina, and ispilus, and therefore it can't be the essence of the soul because the essence is not made up of anything else besides its own essence. So now we go from the parentheses. Because the essence of the soul, the very essence of the soul, is totally simple and stripped and totally um, removed from all ideas of being made up of something outside of itself and changing and of being excited about something outside of itself. It's totally simple and, like it says, mushlelis. It's totally negated from any, from anything, from anything outside of itself. It's a simple um, spiritual light which has no definition whatsoever and it's not not an extension, an external extension from the soul. 
when the soul already comes to this idea of excitement, of an excitement of the desire of the soul, which that's already because it's made up of something outside of itself. It can relate to something outside of itself, and therefore it's able to change according to that subject. That's not already that's not already not from the essence of the soul. Because if it's already having an excitement, an external excitement, that you must know that it's already how the soul is extending from itself and relating to a lower faculty of Ratzin. And now, like we mentioned before, at the we mentioned before the end of the last page that we're talking about different levels. Yes, we said that there's three types of love. Is the love which is according to reason, which according to your understanding of Hashem. Which transcends reason. And that's means rotsin, means desire. And but then <coughs> here we're gonna talk about the the, the level the level of love which is with all of your with all of your might. What does that mean? The difference between the Ava of B'chol Nafshechol with all your soul, with all your will, to the Ava of B'chol Meidechol, the Shneim Heim B'chinnas B'lik Vul, B'chinnas Mesiras Nafshechol, both of these loves are unlimited, being that they're not limited to logic. And their level of, where you give hope, you give over your whole essence for your whole life for Hashem, B'chol Makim Yesh Hefrish Gold B'nim, that there's a great difference between them still. The Ava of B'chol Nafshechol, Ein Za'at B'smuz and Nefesh Mamish. The love which is with all your soul is not the total essence of the soul. It's really not the very, very essence of the soul. It's only relating to an external extension from the soul, how it's relating already to the specific faculty of desire, the which is the inner, the inner, the inner level of desire, which is called the ratzin the simple will, the simple desire which transcends being made up of intellect and reason. It's not based on reason. It's an, in, it's an inner, deep desire, which is unlim- therefore unlimited because it's not limited to the limitations of intellect. Ach, avad b'chol meidecho, but the love which all of your me'oid, all your might, he b'chines atzmas, m'husunavet mamish, but usually in chesidus, meidecho comes from the word me'oid, means bleakful, unlimited love. So this love is from the the essence, the very essence in the of the soul, Literally, the Hainu should call Atmos and Nefesh Tichla Vitixi Lotis Vidovic. Loy Bukhanas Rotsnovak, Imkanas Azosets Atmos Musa Nefesh, Shim Shakas Bukhanas Musa Atmos Ain't Say Mamish. Meaning that the whole essence of the soul desires and is yearning to leave to leave the confines of the body and to become connected to it, to its own essence, which is the essence of Hashem, and not with a level of just a, an external desire and more external expression of the soul. Rather, it's the movement, the arousal of the very essence of the soul, which is drawn to the very essence of Hashem, because that is its own essence, like we said before, like in the Father and the Son. It's the, es- the, the Son wants to be connected to His own essence, which is found in the Father. And this is right at the end of the page. We'll stop in a second, two more lines. Bira Inyan. So I want to understand this idea more of this essential desire, which is even higher than the, the, the level of love of B'chol Nafshecho, which is also unlimited love, but it still stems from a more external faculty of the soul. Understand this more. We'll understand this through what to explain another place about the simple voice, which comes from the, the inner the inner breath of the soul of the heart. which is usually called in the Zayar, the voice which is not heard. In this level of 
voice which comes from the inner the inner breath of the of the heart, which is something which is not heard, there's two levels. There's the screaming of the voice and the screaming of the heart. And while through these two ex- the explanations of these different levels in the screaming, the 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 screaming of the inner deep deep dimensions in the heart will understand this idea of the arousal of the inner essence of the soul, which is even above the Ratzin Pashach, the Ma'amit Hamidas, or at the top of Yud Gimel. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb, and if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teirer Lukute Teira almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast please consider doing that it will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better and you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha and to do that please email email me at rabbigelb at gmail and we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode thank you very much